0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Great thanks and welcome on board the WKOK live telephone talk show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence, bad co-host, uninformed Democrat, just uh, subpar all around. A super- Since my microphone isn't on, you are again
2: passively aggressive. <laughs>
1: Oh what! I don't even know what that means. I'm too dumb. All right. Well, thank you. I mean, I know what passive-aggressive means, but I'm not sure why it applies here. But that's it all right. applies here
2: because you don't turn my microphone on, the <laughs> implication being you don't want to hear what I have to say.
1: It's Which not is patently implica- obvious. It's not an implication. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's the truth. It's the whole mission of the show. All right. Uh, On the mark sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us at 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at com or text us at 70236. One of our good listeners who does not think that we do a very good job, send us a text or an email so we can read that. We got a lot of coronavirus in the news uh, lately. we got a dozen cases in Pennsylvania. Bucknell University is going to cancel the in-class portion of the remainder of their semester so that they can do online learning. Plus, students have to be out of the residence halls. They want to get this convergence of students on, that happens on the campus. They want to do away with that. So Why? Uh, because students. Young g- people aren't typically as much at risk as older people. Right. Students probably won't die when they get it. They don't want to be part and parcel of spreading the disease around Pennsylvania, even if students don't die from But they're it. not closing
2: schools here. I mean, the schools are open. They're not canceling the musicals. They're not canceling the
1: other events at local schools. I think Bucknell and, and Bloomsburg are primarily doing it because the students, it's like this spring break diaspora where they go all, literally all over the world for spring break, and then they converge back on campus. So I think it's a very diverse community in terms of where they've been in the past week. And many of, (laughs) half the students live in Montgomery County. So they're going to be coming back from the hot zone in Pennsylvania. And uh, quite a few live up in New York, some in Rochelle, New York. uh, New Rochelle. Right, New Rochelle. Thank you. And they're uh, in the quarantine zone up there, one of their students. So having said all of that, that's why why the campus is concerned. Well, they may. They haven't decided yet. uh, I saw
2: they were calling their students back from Italy, but Italy's put a restriction on
1: travel, so... Well, they'll be, they'll get back one way or other. U.S. US military is helping there. I've I've seen that happen in some of these cases. So, uh, but in any event, uh, because the students have been around the world, then they're going to converge back in Lewisburg. Bucknell says it would be prudent if we curtailed some of the mass gatherings on campus. So, if by chance somebody's carrying the virus comes back to campus, they come to campus, get their stuff, and get off the campus, and the the sort of the uh, collective spread doesn't happen as it as well, it can. Get,
2: did you see the the one attorney in New York? I think it was in New York. He got it, and he just spread it to so many people. It was ridiculous. Right. I his guess because family his family, and their, and their families, and, and right, their friends. I guess his clients. I mean, he and the really kids
1: went to school, and right, that's sort the new of typhoid breakout, right? Yeah, you know, typhoid okay. Mary up there. Only she didn't d- die from the disease, right? No, that's, did she? But she, she carried she, she carried, carried it, it. okay. Right,
2: but didn't have any symptoms of it.
1: Um, Tomorrow, I'm going to ask for a briefing on typhoid Mary. This is the third reference. We were mentioned it yesterday, and someone else mentioned it yesterday. So, okay. oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I remember the case a little bit, but uh, well, it's before your time, right? Way before my time. Holy smokes! What for? Nineteen twenties or somewhere in that negative woods. Yeah. All right. So we uh, we we can talk about the coronavirus. The Bucknell's taking action. You got to wear a mask at the local hospitals, even though experts seem to say that masks don't prevent you from getting the disease, nor do they prevent you from spreading the disease if you have it. But I guess there is a slight advantage. So you know, you hedge your bet and do that. Uh, There. We have really so few things are canceled around here. There's a thousand things scheduled this week, and the 999 are still going on. So what should they do? And yet, I, I'm fascinated by the fact
2: uh, that the Democrats are saying that Trump's handled this all wrong. They're saying – I heard on Morning Joe this morning they were saying that um, – oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Mike Barnicle, the columnist from mm-hmm. Boston, that you know, he has exhibited a failure former, of leadership. I miss a star. Right. He's exhibited a failure of leadership that Republicans who voted for him the last time are looking at him now and saying there's no leadership here. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's living in a dream world, a fantasy world. So what should the president be doing? I mean, isn't hope an important factor, too? Isn't someone saying, listen, this is going to be OK? Suppose, suppose FDR had said after the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor on December 7th, 1941, oh, this is terrible. Our whole Navy is sunk. We're going to be overrun by the Japanese. We should throw up our hands and give up suppose you had done that instead of saying this is a date that will live in infamy and we're going to win through in our righteous might to ultimate victory. I
1: think people probably, I don't know why they're saying that, but I, let me tell you this about our president. I think there comes a time when you use puffery and exaggeration. State of the Union address. Tell the world that this, we have the best economy now we've ever had. When people who know economies in history know that that's not actually true. That's exaggeration. So uh, tell people that uh, you're a moral upstanding person of great character that's all right that's an exaggeration but I think when people think you get to a crisis they think the people in charge will probably at least tell the truth and the president isn't able to do that you cannot deny science you cannot deny you cannot maintain that for people over the age of 80 that the coronavirus is a common cold okay it's not it's nearly fatal for people that have any kind of a compromised immune system so that's the first thing at least tell the truth, don't deny science, and then don't exaggerate. He keeps saying that a vaccine is imminent, and the CDC says, well, if one is found, It's a year away because of all of the research and then testing, which they can expedite the testing and the verifications. But then duplication, you can only make 100,000 of these uh, vaccines at a given time, and it takes months to do so. So I just think if you have a president and you have a crisis, there... at what point will you only tell the truth and not exaggerate So what, sh- what should he say?
2: Ladies and gentlemen, we can't get you a vaccine. You're probably going to die because Mark Lawrence has said this is an almost always fatal thing for people over certain ages. I think what a the certain- president
1: would say under those circumstances, say, if somebody asked him about a vaccine, you could say... People who are in the know about the production, mass production of vaccines say that is about a year away, so a vaccine is not going to help us. He did speak the truth when he said that warmer weather leads people to get out of these close quarters and tight situations, and so flus and colds tend to be less in the summer. That aspect is true, so he stuck with the truth there. But likewise, when you say that it's no more than a common cold, even for people who are immunocompromised. It's just simply not true. It's it's an exaggeration. But it is very There's similar
2: no to the harm. common cold. The symptoms for most people for are those and, of right, a common yeah, for cold. for you and I, right. But he well, says Well, maybe for, for everybody, you, but even, I'm in that group you just described as being ready to croak over this. <laughs>
1: You're not above 80. For some reason, there's a cutoff at 80 where there's more significant impact if you get this virus. Why, I don't know. I haven't really followed it. But
2: I look at what the president's tried to do, and I think he's tried to hold out hope for people. And, you know, it didn't take that long back in the, uh, the, um, what's his name, Um, Ford administration to get that vaccine out. Uh, Admittedly, there were problems with it. They rushed it. You know, so I think he could say, listen, we could rush this thing. We could have one in two or three weeks. But, you know, there might be unintended side effects. There could be serious problems. So we're facing a dilemma. Do we do this the right way or do we do it the fast way? Uh, And I think that certainly with American ingenuity, you look at the miracles we accomplished in science leading up to the space program. You know, I believe if they wanted to, if they put all their resources behind it, I believe they could develop a, a vaccine much more quickly than they're saying. And I think the president's hopefully being optimistic about that. Well, I think they are. I think
1: everybody who develops vaccines, and it's primarily commercial uh, pharmaceutical companies, they want to be the one that has the vaccine. So that's who's trying to come up with it. So um, I I think they're pulling all the stops. They realize that there's money to be made here. So they're doing everything they can. But that doesn't. You know, It'd be almost like, Joe, if I tell you, if, if you went out and your vehicle out front was in a million pieces, somebody had dismantled it, So, Joe, we need that vehicle tomorrow. Well, I'm sorry. It's going to take days to put back together. We can do it. We will do it with American ingenuity, even without the manual. Joe How will fast do did it. they take it apart? That's what I want to know. <laughs> overnight. <It> took six <laughs> okay. people. I'm just saying. Well, then we can put it back together overnight it, with six people. You just can't duplicate vaccines overnight so but look at how look at how this
2: thing is still it's being politicized yesterday our good friend olivia ocasio-cortez announced that people who are refraining from eating in asian restaurants because of this are racist does that help wait say this again she said that people who are declining to eat at asian restaurants because of this like chinese buffets or places like that that they're racist
1: I don't know. People, a lot of people are enjoying an abundance of caution in a wide range of ways. Right. You know, are you washing your hands more? I sure am. Right. And some people aren't going to church because they know you're in that close quarters. Some people, when they're in church, won't shake hands or enjoy the well, communion. Well, in, in our
2: church now, they're saying don't shake hands, but they're okay. still handing out the communion, which right. means somebody puts his hands
1: on it and gives it to you. The Lutherans don't have a pope, so we can't <laughs> be told No, but what you to stand do.
2: there with a loaf of bread and break it apart and stick it in people's mouths.
1: Well, but I also watch the... Uh, Pastor go into the sacristy and wash his hands and come out with his hands held up in front of him, uh, you know, so they don't <laughs> like a touch doctor in, right, walking like a, into the like operating a surgeon room and <laughs> getting ready to glove up. Well, and I would imagine uh, some churches already use gloves when they handle the bread. I think that's going to become more common. Well, Probably are, is because if they make a sandwich at a restaurant, they have to wear gloves. Right. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> Department of Health. So uh, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We very much would love to hear from you today. It's an open phone. We're talking about the coronavirus now, the rational, uh, common sense ways to deal with infectious diseases, and of course, uh, the panicky, uh, misstated way to deal with this kind of a, a uh, flu-like ailment. So we would like your comments about that. one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. 795 9565 You can eat Email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. You'd love your comments. Uh, We didn't have Super Tuesday yesterday, but we had Large Tuesday, so you can comment about that. Joe Biden seems to be running away with it at this point.
2: Joe Biden seems to be going off the deep end. Yesterday he told a voter in Michigan he was full of excrement, (laughs) only he didn't use the word excrement, and then referred to him as the south end of a northbound horse. <laughs> all right
1: so Joe Biden this is kind of ironic since you have a president that tweets out insults oh, and speaks th- th- frankly
2: there you go. there you go you, you're always accusing me of bringing up what others have done so when I mention what Joe Biden did instead of saying yes this is terrible he shouldn't behave this way you're saying well look at President
1: Trump no no I'm I'm I don't care about the president I'm I'm commenting on you oh, all right. you're, you're so sensitive to uh, curse words all of a sudden no I thought yesterday think, I don't you think anybody should be telling a, a voter that they're full of poop. Well, maybe, they, maybe he was. You never know. We'll take a quick break. We'll find out. We'll research this.
3: SMC Ford F-150 Explorer Escape. SMC Ford F-150 Explorer Escape. SMC Ford F-150 Explorer Escape. F-150 Explorer Escape. Sunbury Motors Ford is challenged to sell 75 new F-150s explores and escapes during the month of March with these huge savings. Choose from over 140 new Ford F-150s with savings up to sixteen grand, And they start at just $24,794. Pick from over 25 of the totally redesigned 2020 Ford Explorer with discounts up to $7,500 and they're slashed to as low as $33,965. Browse from over 56 of the all-new 2020 Ford Escape and they're reduced as low as $21,965. Want more? Take an amazing 10 grand Grand off a 2019 Ford F-150 Raptor and a whopping $20,000 off a 2019 Ford Expedition. SMC has Central PA's Largest selection of new Ford trucks, so hurry into Sunbury Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza,
1: Sunbury. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. one 800 795 One of our listeners sends a text to me. He says, the president denies science when he denies climate. Does that not have dire consequences also? I guess so, but it doesn't really—it doesn't uh, hurt people as directly. I think a slow response, because you have a a denier in chief, would have a, a slower uh, impact so on in other words, people, or a more you're dire in, impact people. You sooner. disagree
2: with me, you're bad. Because I, he disagrees with someone on climate change, oh, he's oh, oh, he denies science,
1: right. Denies science. People deny science, uh, people I, I deny science a... all the time. Right. There are people who believe the earth is only 6,000 years old. Or people who smoke and uh, know think that they'll be okay.
2: Right. Well, okay. Is they...
1: that the same thing? I don't know.
2: Is it? Is it? I think you anybody who smokes probably has a pretty good idea that it's not exactly the most healthy thing they, they believe can do. it
1: oh, but they just dismiss it they're willing the to accept okay. the risk so that's there okay so accepting risk isn't the same as, as same as denying science all right i agree AOC said what yesterday about this? She said that those people who are not
2: eating have withdrawn their support from Asian restaurants are racist. Okay.
1: So they won't go because of the Chinese Wuhan area of China is where apparently the beginning of right, this well, was there.
2: You you would think that, you know, people would say, oh, well, Chinese people are more likely to have this than others because actually you might be better off avoiding Italians. Italian restaurants, if you're going to use this kind of philosophy, which mm-hmm. is stupid to use. I yeah, mean, and Germany doesn't have much of the virus. No, but Italy's got a lot of it right now. But yeah. that doesn't mean they're over here. It doesn't mean the people here who are running restaurants, either Asian or Italian, are in any more danger than anyone else. I mean, some people do stupid stuff, but I don't think it's racist. I think it's people just being overly cautious. Right. Yeah. That's... And succumbing to hysteria
1: which the president has been trying to keep people from doing. All right, what's your reaction to that, folks? Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. Go ahead and read that one.
2: And if calling the virus Wuhan is racist, we owe retribution to Berliners for German measles.
1: <laughs> well, that's true. Where do the German measles come from? So we don't go to Germany. We won't eat uh, any Dutch. Dutch- no food. No schnitzel tonight for you. No Dutchified <laughs> foods for me. Uh, Well, they use lard when they're cooking anyway, so I'd I'd avoid it anyway. Uh, Dan, you're on the mark.
4: Hey, good morning, guys. Well, you know, about seven years ago, I got the flu, and it, it was painful to get through it. But here I had a flu shot, and I said, Mr. M.D., how about giving me my money back? Your shot didn't take. He said, Mr. Dan, you had a different strain of flu than I gave you the shot for. So he told me how many strains of flu there are, and I forget what it was. It was pretty, I I might be wrong, I think it was in the 20s. Maybe it was more, but in other words, if you don't get the right shot, You'll get the flu anyway. And I think, like I said yesterday, this coronavirus is just, they're using it for propaganda against Trump. Like I said, Rahm Emanuel said, we don't want to waste any crisis. We make the most of it, to make the, like he was thinking of the Republican Party, look bad. That's what I think it comes down to, and that's my, and the, all your listeners, that's my opinion. I have no proof mm-hmm. of what I say, but I, the evidence speaks so loud, I'll go by the evidence.
1: How much influence does the president have on the CDC? I mean, can we rely on them for true statements about this because uh, it's from Washington. You know, for example, the president has a great deal of influence on the judiciary because of the U.S. Attorney General being a political appointee, um, uh, you know, and monetary policy, the president helps to influence that. Does he also go into the NIH and CDC and say, okay, this is the way it's going to be. We're going to deny science or we're not going to publicize any negative findings about our work or we're not going to nobody tell anybody that you know vaccines take months and months and months to develop just keep saying Uh, the word imminent because that doesn't have a set time frame
4: i don't think so at all mark i think what's happened is exactly what i said my opinion they're not going to waste this in other words if we can defeat trump if we can get the stock market to go down and down and down. Trump won't have, can't talk about his stock market, and that's how they figure they could win the election. And every night I turn it over to the MSNBC, CNN. My gosh, all they're talking about is corona, corona, corona. I, I can't, they just are pushing this so hard. You have to know they're using it as a prop against the president. And I really believe that. I know it's an opinion, but I think it's based on evidence.
2: Okay, good comment. Yep. Thank you, Dan. Yep. Thank you very much. Yep. You guys Appreciate it. have
4: a great one, my friends.
2: You too. Take Appreciate care, it. Dan. Thank you. One of our texters says, Good morning. This coronavirus has Trump all worried about his re-election. He is now trying to get a tax cut to 0% on Americans' pay withholdings. This could be about $1 billion intended for Social Security, Medicare, etc. Today, he wants the IRS to push back April fifteenth tax deadline. He is going crazy over the fact a recession might be coming. Thanks, Bob. Bob, be honest about this for just one minute. If he didn't and we had a recession, you and others on the left would be saying the president could have seen this coming. He should have seen the recession was coming. He should have done something about it. This is what I mean when I say this guy can't win. And I don't think any president can. No matter which way you go, the political people are going to try and spin it to their particular advantage. In this case... They're saying, oh, now he's panicky about his reelection. election he, he doesn't want, he wants to fend off a recession. Well, I would hope he would fend off a recession. That's his job. President Trump is right. I believe he is. I believe he's doing the right thing. We should lower taxes. We're paying way too much tax. No, I think what he's saying is that, you know, right now, people he's talking about one of the other things he favors is a paid sick leave for people that's one of the things he's talking about doing right now right. for this for, during this period so that if they they don't go to work in other words would you rather have someone saying gee i'm an hourly worker if i don't go to work i don't get paid so i'm going to work even though i'm sneezing and coughing and i don't feel well okay, may have or do virus. you want them to stay home you know the president is doing what i think are reasonable and prudent
1: things um, well, the tax cuts should have been done a long time ago. You shouldn't have to wait till a crisis. But it's, to... tempor-
2: it's temporary. It's just a tax and withholding to spur the economy now. I'll take anything. Just like Barack Obama's billion-dollar stimulus or trillion-dollar stimulus.
1: You want your money back. Okay. Well, I tax. I want Taxes should be lower because they waste all this money in Washington. So I don't really care if he uses a uh, coronavirus or a car crash in front of the White House as his reason for lowering taxes. <laughs> anything will be fine if we can get taxes to where they should be and increase Research, are if you, the, excuse me, are you a Democrat? You don't there, sound like if one. If there's <laughs> some way, well, w- once you concede that the deficit doesn't matter, you might as well lower taxes. Keep on going, right. That, let's, you know, we'll borrow our way out of this problem. Well, could you not reduce the, could not a president in the future, and now it wouldn't be Joe Biden and it wouldn't be President Trump, uh, could you not reduce the cost of government in the future to meet available revenue even after several rounds? Well, that would of be Texas. the
2: ideal, I would think, but you know, are we ever going to do that? Because each new group of politicians need To promise people something in order to get elected. Mm -hmm. So it's a self perpetuating and ongoing rolling uh, gratuity for voters. Oh, hey, I want to run for Senate, so if I'm elected Senator, I'm going to give you this for
1: free. I'm going to get you that for free. I'm going to do this for you, that for you. Can you imagine the angst deep in the heart of Congressman Keller? He's of course a, a fiscal uh, wizard when it comes to balanced budgets in Pennsylvania. He would never vote for a budget in Pennsylvania that didn't have a, a uh, wasn't, wasn't balanced balance, and so he did vote no on a couple of the budgets in, in Harris Gets to Washington. Uh, there are twenty what is it? Twenty-five trillion or so. Oh, Twenty-five trillion it's out of balance. The budget is several billion dollars out of balance for this year. So it's going to be adding to well, that. I think it
2: might be a trillion out of balance. It's this got. Year. Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, got to, it's got to be tough to know that you're now part of an organization that uh, is. Uh, and then
2: have to vote yes in favor of it totally. because it's what the president wants.
1: Well, I don't know if he'll do that. It should be interesting if if the. His uh, great opportunities always were that he could vote no on things, and it didn't jeopardize the movement anyway of the of whatever bill was in Harrisburg, so. Well, that was, but was So, I just think it must be difficult for him. We have asked him about that, but you know that I don't recall the answer. Well, what let's let's
2: look at this objectively for a minute. What would you have the president do differently right now? You're saying you don't think he should lie, or he don't shouldn't exaggerate. Right, you should say a
1: vaccine's probably about a year away, or, or just I guess to define imminent would be you know another way to do this. That certainly a six months would have to be realistic. Well, you know, look at definitive.
2: how they look at what they did to him over the issue of testing. He said if. Anybody who wants a test can get a test. But he was talking about right now with mm-hmm. the level of infection that we had at that time. And then the vice president came out and said, you know, it's going to be a few weeks before we have enough tests right. for everybody. They were talking
1: about two
2: different aspects of the same
1: right. thing. Well, that's fine. So and he again, misstated the, people the availability. Are all saying, that's not a big deal. He
2: didn't misstate it. He, he was accurate with respect to what was in front of him at the moment. Okay. but And the vice president was talking in terms of right. what's coming down the pike. No problem. Oh, good. Well, it is, but except that the people on the left have turned this into, well, he's talking about both sides of his mouth. They're sending mixed signals out of the president's administration. It's in chaos.
1: What else could you do to ward off a recession, if that's even that feasible, from Washington? This idea of a tax cut on payroll taxes is a good idea, only because we're paying way, way, way too much to start out with. I don't know who it was, but I was
2: listening to uh, Charles Payne on Neil Cavuto's program yesterday afternoon on Fox. I had my ear trumpet on. And one of the, one, of the, ex- two of, them, one right? of the experts they had on there said he They also was, blind you they they <laughs> cover your eyes. He was not in favor of subsidizing everything. You know, the president was talking about subsidizing the travel industry, subsidizing the cruise line industry, subsidizing the uh, oil and gas industry, you know, and I think the guy's right. I think we have to be very careful about how we throw this money out there. I think the best way to do it is the way the president's talking about subsidize people. With ten, lower tax rates. Yes.
1: To be continued, uh, folks. Uh, plus, we have uh, we're going to get some reaction. Uh, not Super Tuesday, but we'll call it Large Tuesday it is now over, and uh, Joe Biden was the winner in several key states. This is Double DK. Okay, Sunbury.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings and welcome back. WKOK live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is here. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous producer. Rob Sanders on the other side of the glass. Ready for your call. Call us. Our toll free line is now open. 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can call us. Uh, We're commenting about the coronavirus and the truth and the president's actions. Do you agree or disagree? I like the idea of lowering tax. I'm only interested in me, so that's my main interest there. But uh, what else do you think about the president's actions, or Congress, or CDC, or uh, DEP in Pennsylvania, or Department of Health? Uh, Incidentally, we did set up a outbreak coronavirus page at WKOK.com. It's a clearinghouse for all the information that we're generating and then Department of Health sends to us. You can just have a one-stop shop when it comes uh, to coronavirus. If you'd like to comment on that, please do. If you want to comment about Biggie Tuesday, which was yesterday and Joe Biden came out a winner there and Bernie Sanders scooted back up to the Vermont to huddle with his advisors so is he going to remain an asterisk in the whole situation give us a buzz 1-800-795-9565 if you believe uh, adamantly about the things that Bernie Sanders believes in like uh, Medicare for all and free college that kind of thing uh, what uh, what's going to happen to those ideals they are not part of Joe Biden's uh, platform. So, what's going to happen with that? What's your reaction to uh, uh, we're going to call it uh, big... Tuesday, yesterday. Uh, Call us, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. You can text us at 70236. We'd love to hear from you in that manner. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15 Hummelsworth. Find out tons more about them at wkok.com. They've invited you to do what I do. That's Get your car parts there. You ready for new tires on your Ford or any vehicle at all whatsoever? Go to the Quick Lane uh, if you need an alignment or the vehicle got a dent in it and you're ready for the dedenting and the repaintification and the reunification of you and your happy vehicle. Uh, then go to the body shop. If you just want to get your car wash, you can go down there to the car wash. Uh, if you'd like to bowl, the Sun Bowls nearby. So we got all kinds of opportunities for you to enjoy the Sunbury Motor Company. If it's going to take them a couple hours, you can bowl a few games. While you're waiting there at uh, the Sunbury Motor Company. The quick lane is where they deal with vehicles quickly. SunburyMotors.com. Do as I do, not as I say, and go to the Sunbury Motor Company on its website. Geisinger has announced they're limiting visitors at their hospitals and clinics. They say non-essential visitors, including vendors, aren't allowed to see patients. Essential visitors are asked to wear a mask at all times on hospital premises. Area universities taking action as well. Bucknell University says they're transitioning to a remote education mode for the remainder of the semester, meaning classes will be held via Skype and online methods and group discussions will be held on various group platforms. Bloomsburg University says they're extending their spring break. Lewisburg School District says they're taking all the normal precautions and have not canceled anything at this stage. Democratic U.S. Senator Bob Casey had some praise for Republicans yesterday, believe it or don't, saying they were part of the solution when it came to approving an $8 billion package that was designed to help make sure that the uh, coronavirus precautions that the U.S. could take were taken. So Senator Casey uh, said that uh, this week. Uh, let's see. Also, in Pennsylvania, now says there's 12 cases in Pennsylvania. Some bad news: the number of Pennsylvania state government employees who make six figures continues to increase, and currently includes nearly 10,000 workers. PenLive reported Tuesday that 9,751 state employees surpassed $100,000 in earnings in 2019. The number increased by 7.5 percent from the previous year. Three people are paid more than. a year. They include a Department of Human Services supervisory physician, the chief investment officer for the public school's employee retirement system, and the chancellor of the state system of higher education, all paid precisely four times more than they are worth. That was an editorial comment. And finally, Melania Trump is urging parents and teachers to teach children how to interact in positive ways and to prepare them for the negativity that comes with living in a digital age. The First Lady focused on cyberbullying in remarks to the National PTA Legislative Conference and did not mention coronavirus, an issue on the minds of educators and parents nationwide. She said parents and teachers are on the front line against irresponsible online behavior. In her remarks, Ms. Trump said that the Internet can be a tool for good by helping people share important life updates and stay informed but can be destructive and dangerous even deadly when misused and she used some of her husband's famous tweets to show just how destructive and insult no she didn't she could have. It's two editorial comments in the in same the news. news. Well, No
2: wonder people get confused and assume that we're telling them the truth when we're really editorializing to them.
1: Oh, my God. I'm the president. You're the problem. I don't tell
2: you the You truth. are the problem,
1: my friend. Oh, no. <laughs> Dale, you're on the mark.
5: Yeah, I just wanted to say how China's uh, fighting this corona in their win.
2: How they fight it, they've, they've quarantined lots of people. There were pictures of their vice premier going through a, an impacted area, and people were booing him. But then the president, uh, what's it, Zhao Ping or whatever his name is, they had, when he went to a neighborhood, they put armed guards in the windows with the people so that they wouldn't get out of control, and they all were very polite to him.
5: Oh, I said how they're solving this corona. That's They're
2: solving it by impacting, by making people stay inside.
5: No, no. Yes, They're yes, Dale. It. They're solving it by getting the American media out of there.
2: Go. Oh.
5: Psychological warfare.
2: Oh, okay. boy, did I miss the boat on that one.
5: Yes, because uh, our media is dictatorship of the world. and Oh. What ha- yes, yes. Because you, you got one message coming from the administration White House, and you got four or five different. That's coming from
2: uh Is this American that media. Worldwide Media no, I, Board. Is this the media board's work?
5: I, I would just say that, you know, what what would make the coronavirus good is a twist of Lyme disease.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: And so, how would and, how would that work out, just out of idle curiosity? How well, would we get?
5: Coronaviruses good with Lyme, so it's just a twist of I Lyme see. disease?
2: Corona, you're basically. referring to the beer, not the disease. Yeah,
5: yeah. So basically this is all drummed up to, uh, like, first of all, Trump administration puts tariffs on the American people to stop China, slow them down. Now they're, that, that ain't working because they're diversifying, so now they have to uh, uh, you know, marketed Corona disease. Where last year, 36,000 people died of the common flu, which is a heck, faster death rate, and they didn't shut anything down. So the media, it's just psychological warfare. I think if you shut off the news and don't listen to it for a week, you won't know nothing's happened.
2: Well, that's roughly akin to being an ostrich and sticking your head in the sand, isn't it?
5: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking there's going to be uh, lawsuits now because what's going to happen is some people are going to be allowed to, to stay home and collect a Check why the smaller people with janitors and all i got have to go to work and show up to get their check
2: but that's not what the president's proposing dale the president
5: that eight point three billion dollar bonus is an employee bonus for state workers
2: dale the the president is proposing uh paying people Uh, to stay home
5: he's proposed yes he's talking about government workers and state workers no no he's talking he's
2: talking about hourly employees dale hourly employees yes
5: Yes, that's the, the cover page.
0: But
2: we oh, okay. Nice. All right. Now we got gotcha. it. All right. All right. So Thank you so much, Dale. This Appreciate is all part of the plot. Here I thought we were trying to solve the problem, but we're actually just going deeper down the rabbit hole. Please read the upper right-hand okay. corner. says, good morning, guys. Here's a thought that I had this morning about the coronavirus. In my past, before retirement, I worked in retail. We were taught that the most dirtiest thing on earth that count carries everything is money. I had my number of sick days, thus virus is removing from money from the stock market, and travel agencies all almost everywhere. Could this be a prelude to a cashless society? Just thinking. Mm. No, but if, if I may quote Soupy Sales, well, if you're worried about those pieces of paper in your wallet that might be germ-infested, please send them to me and I will properly dispose of them. It's Joe McCranahan, care of WKOK Radio, P.O. Box <laughs> 1070, Sunbury, PA. Al, your f- friend <laughs> is asking for your money, so please... No, I'm just offering to dispose of this germ-infested money that Help yourself, have. Al, and
1: give him some money.
6: That'd be great. I like free money.
1: All right. Well, you're on, buddy.
6: Uh, I heard a a theory the other day that maybe Joe Biden would pick uh, Michelle Obama for his vice president. Mm. So she doesn't have to go through all the rigors and everything of becoming president when they declared Joe Biden not fit. (laughs) <laughs> that, that's almost crazy enough to work, and it's pretty scary. I, don't, I really shouldn't say it out loud, because if it catches on, they just might do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, you think this is part of the plot, huh? Well, did he not?
6: No, I, I'm not saying it would be a plot. I, I'm, not, I'm you know, heard it, and I, I thought, wow. It's just crazy enough, it might work.
1: Well, Kamala Harris is now campaigning with him at some of his stops, so maybe that's a precursor to a vice presidential selection.
6: Well, that would make sense, but uh, if you really want to sneak somebody in the back door, that would be the way to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well.
6: Then you, then you could carry on with your one world order.
1: And demographically, mm-hmm. she's the opposite of him. But you're assuming that Biden will be
2: found to be unfit to be president. Just because he... Well,
6: well, they'll cut his puppet strings, and Don will go, and she'll have to come in.
2: Cut his puppet strings. Who will cut
6: them? Yeah.
1: Who will do this? The Bar Association?
6: No. No, the the the, the deep state, of course.
1: Oh, okay. The deep state.
2: These are the same people who who the president's been trying to defeat, right? Yeah. But you think Joe Biden's going to win, and then he'll be declared incompetent.
6: That's right. And then Michelle Obama will be our president, and there we can keep up the one world order that
1: will be so wonderful. <laughs> okay. Now, if you had to vote for one of those uh, previous Democratic candidates, who would you have voted for? If you had to. Uh,
6: the lady from Hawaii. Tulsi Gabbard,
1: right, Gabbard. Wise choice. I agree. <laughs>
6: yeah.
1: All right. Thank you so much, Al. Thanks for checking in.
6: You're welcome. Take Thanks. care. Appreciate
1: Bye. that. Carl, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
7: Yes, good morning, everybody. Morning. I was, I was listening to your news report and stating that there's almost 10,000 state employees making over 100000 a year. No,
1: no. And yes, I, yes, yes. I, 10, I thought
7: you said four, four or five were making almost a half a million dollars a year. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but the national average, I think, is around $64,000 a year. What? It does, is nobody else get upset that we're paying almost 10,000 people, $40,000 more than the national average. Uh, yes. You know, when, when you see the service that you get from the state when you go to the DMV or you go, you know, down to Harrisburg, I mean, I think that's appalling that we're paying people that much money and then five of them, almost a half a million. What What can somebody do in a state job that can be worth anywhere near a half a million dollars?
2: I I don't think that the people that are working at the DMV, giving you your license, are making the $100,000 a year. I think those are the cabinet secretaries, the deputies, the uh, governor's uh, personal people, the, you know, things like that. State police commissioner. State State police commissioner, right. Cabinet
1: members. 9,751
5: of
7: them. I I agree with that, but how, how, what, what job in the state is worth that much money, especially the four or five that you said are making a half a million dollars a year? Yeah. I mean, to me, that. That's right. that's
2: well, who are they? I'm, I'm curious. Who are they? I would suspect the, ch- the judge of the Supreme Court or something like no, that. Uh, no. Three
1: people are paid. Oh, yeah. They are paid a hundred and a half. That's correct. Uh, but they're all, they're not to the $400,000 level. Who are they? Three people are paid more than $400,000 a year. They include a Department of Human Services supervisory physician. So we have a good doctor in charge of human services, and we give him almost a half a million dollars in taxpayer money annually. The chief investment officer for the public schools in employee retirement system, and and that doesn't actually live on tax dollars, so there's just a little asterisk there. That's money that's invested from the group. And the chancellor of the state system of higher education, and that's not taxpayers. That's paid for by <laughs> your kids trying to go to college who can't afford it, who uh, have to drop out or take out massive loans so that we can give the head of the state system of higher education almost a half a million dollars. Well, if you dollars.
2: want to complain about something, look at Franklin's salary at Penn State. Well, that's As a football paid by coach,
1: athletes, though. That's, it's that's paid
2: different. by the university. No, it's, it's, it's paid, paid by, the, by the university. The money goes to the university, whether he generates more or not, Mm-mm. is a matter of conjecture, but he gets paid
1: by the state. Well, I guess you could say that if, if they didn't give the money to him, they could give it to the university, but the athletic department pays him, and that's money from uh, royalties and rights and TVs and admissions. Well, yeah, the stuff
2: other like stuff that. that he makes, but, I mean, the base salary, they just extended his contract, it's
1: pretty hefty. It's not from taxpayers. Though. Yes, that's it is. It's from Texas. All right, whatever. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Joe's doing his Trumpism. Deny, <laughs> deny, deny. Anyway, uh, let's see. PennLive reported yesterday that 9,751 state employees are now earning $100,000 or more in 2019. That number increased from uh, by 7.5% from the previous year. About one in 11 state employees is paid more than $100,000 a year. And that's yeah, that, ridiculous. That, that, that,
7: Doesn't that just seem a little little excessive? Because what you have to look at, too, is not just their salary. But when they retire, you know, they get a huge percentage of that every year for life after they retire. And, you know, we wonder why our taxes are so high.
1: Well, and I think you could tell your state lawmakers about this, that you're unhappy about it. I'm not quite sure that they could do anything about it. Some of these are probably union contracts where, you know, you, you end up with your hands tied about how high salaries go. But tell your lawmaker, tell your state senator, tell Senator Gordner, and for you, Jeff, or John, yeah. John Rowe, tell Fred. him, Yeah, well, yep. for Fred's yep. your U.S. congressman, he can't yeah, really right. help you too right. much. Yeah,
7: right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, well, actually, I, I think, David what, I, think Rowe. I just Thank you. Him, I'm sure, without a doubt, they're listening to your show every morning.
1: Uh, I would very much doubt. They have actual jobs and work. So I would think they're not <laughs> listening. Unless, well, maybe if they're commuting. Fred Keller used to listen a little bit when he'd no, go no, to Harrisburg.
7: I, I have a job, I work, and I still listen.
1: Well, <laughs> no, that's true. Good for you. Yeah, good point.
7: <laughs> All right, thank you. You, take you care. betcha.
1: Thank you. 1-800-795-9565 is our open phone. Uh, we're talking about people in Pennsylvania earning $100,000 a year on the taxpayer's dime. So uh, just how pathetic is that? And there's almost 10,000 employees in in Harrisburg, one in 11 are earning $100,000 a year or more.
2: You know what James Franklin's salary is going to be next year? 36 million, I think. 4.6 million a year. Okay. No, it's a $36 million contract, I think. Okay. But where 4. does it come from? Million. It comes from the taxpayers' dollars.
1: Oh, it does not. It does too. It comes from the athletics.
2: But who goes through the door? Taxpayers.
1: Okay, right, but they're not paying taxes to go and through the door. And he gets they a salary from
2: Pennsylvania fee. State University, which is paid for. Ironically, the money may flow through there, but it winds so. up coming out of the state budget. I don't think so. Steve Jones, clarify
1: this. All right, we'll have to ask Steve. Steve would be the ultimate He's authority. The All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com.
3: Up your new car, Game in March with a new Kia for just ninety nine dollars a month from Sunbury Motors Kia. A 2020 Kia Forte LXS for just $99 a month for only 36 months. With deals like this, you'll have to hurry in to get in under the buzzer. Sunbury Motors Kia also has up to $4,373 off on a 2020 Kia Optima LX. Now just $2,262. And $4,271 off on a 2020 Kia Sportage LX SUV. Now only $21,284. Everyone's a winner with Kia because all new Kias come with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Your new car game in March with Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 to 15 in Hummel's Wharf. lease term 36 months, 12,000 miles per year. $5,000 total to sign or equivalent trade. Tax and tax extra. Discounts include all applicable rebates. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. For details, see retailer or go to kia.com.
2: Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan. Mark Lawrence is sitting over there trying to prove me wrong, which will be a waste of his time. Because as one of our listeners well, wrote, I'm true. always right. Regardless of the answer, it's <laughs> definitely
1: a waste of time.
2: So now let me talk to you about Joe Biden yesterday. There has been a... G- we received an email. Read that instead. All right. Say what you will about Trump. If Biden is so stupid as to threaten and insult a UAW oh, worker like he did, he deserves to lose. They are both too sensitive to criticism. I didn't realize he threatened him. Well, that's very poor well, he didn't. he said he was full of excrement, and then he referred to him as a horse's patoot if I may quote Colonel Sherman Potter from MASH. <laughs> so, I mean, that's not mm-hmm. exactly good form, is it? I mean, if that were President Trump, there certainly would be more talk today about him being off the rails and unhinged. Well, I guess what... Uh, yeah, very,
1: very poor form. It's a shame. Uh, you know, honest I, was, I had lunch with a wonderful man, Mr. Ben Wilhelm yesterday. You know him from Lone Oak, and we were talking about this. Uh, is... Joe Biden and or President Trump, is this the absolute best Human that these parties could put up now. Joe Biden proved yesterday that the answer is a big fat no with that exchange. You know, honestly, if you're surrounded by great voters and listeners and union people, you'd be wise to do more listening than criticizing. And of course, President Trump cannot actually be the person of high moral character well, that the Re- Republicans would but, like
2: to put up there. But the issue at point here was that he, uh, this worker from the UAW. Uh, questioned him about his stand on gun control. Mm -hmm. And after he slobbered all over Beto O'Rourke saying that we need you to handle this gun issue for us, Beto. I mean, the country needs you. We need you. I'd be a little concerned. And Beto O'Rourke is the one who said, hell yes, we're going to send people after Mm -hmm. your guns. So, I mean, I'd be a little mm-hmm. concerned if I were somebody who was a gun owner. I'm not. But I, if I had one, I'd be concerned about how Joe I'd Biden go was, <laughs> was going to handle well, this. You should, said, you're a gun owner. You should be concerned. He also said he wants to take away your
1: AR-14. Yeah, which right. Is I don't have an AR-14. Well, it's existent There's no such gun as AR-15. So Joe doesn't even know what it is he's going to take away. Right. Well, he means, you know, these assault rifles or that kind of thing. Uh, Yeah, that's a very poor exchange. And if I were President Trump, I'd put that in my next ad because it really shows that uh, Joe Biden is losing it. It's handing the presidency to President Trump. If this is the best the Democrats have got of that stage of what, a dozen people or more that Joe Biden... You know, and and to that end, good for Joe Biden for running for president. If he has all of his problems and, you know, his mentally is not as sharp as he used to be and and he wants to run for president. Well, please, go right ahead. But shame on the voters who say that out of those dozens, he's the best choice. I mean, honest to Pete. Well, they made it. I well, mean, right. No, shame on the voters for saying the uh, Democratic that voters the should... of the Democrats. You know, of all of the Democrats in the U.S., probably what half the country is, is registered Democrat who are voters and participants in the electoral system. We have to find one who's the smartest, best, most upright, character, forward-thinking, natural-born listener. Oh, wait, right, Never mind. And we I got think, Joe Biden. Instead. I think that,
2: I think that you could make an argument that of the of all the people in the Democratic primary taking aside the gaffes, that Joe Biden is the most reasonable choice. He has the experience. He's been in government for a good long time.
4: Oh, yeah. We no have an outsider
2: there. in there now. And some people don't like the fact that we have an outsider there so on paper, on paper, okay. at least he is the safe choice. But on the other hand, these gaffes and the creepiness that's associated with him, with sniffing the hair of young women. One of our officers in the local
1: police department says it's on toilet paper. <laughs> not, <laughs> What's on not, toilet paper? On paper. On paper. He mentioned okay. paper. Toilet he, paper, all right. He's a big Trump supporter. All right. Well, ser-
2: seriously, I mean, this is a guy who has had some serious issues with uh, the truth. Or the his ability to perceive Trump. the truth? No, I'm talking about oh, Biden. Biden. So they're in the same boat. And let's see, Bill from <laughs> Bloomsburg, you're on the mark.
8: Good morning. Uh, the Biden versus Trump, right? Uh, yeah, I'm telling you straight up, that the the average American that pays attention to the news don't give a crap about uh, these 80 year politicians, do nothing politicians. All they care about, bottom line is, Trump's putting Americans first and following the Constitution. As far as uh, he said this, he said that, who gives a crap of what, you know, it's actions. They have not done nothing in 80 years between them, and Trump in three years has putting Americans first day after day after day after day. and follow. Hey, Trump's the man, he's going to win again.
1: Yeah, your phone's cutting out. But anyway, go ahead. But we heard everything you said. For the, I mean, almost everything.
8: Uh, well, what did uh, You got eighty. You got eighty years between the two of them. They have do nothing, Democrats. You got Trump. Three years has done more. Followed the Constitution. Up uh, puts Americans first. Every morning he wakes up. Americans first. The Democrats don't even have a flag on the debate stage. Watch Sunday night; I guarantee it. There's no flag on that stage between the two of them.
1: So that makes them bad people, and you don't and think it, they want America? Not your kind of America, no, but they want their they're own they're kind of America.
8: What have, what have they done? What have they done? Joe Biden—he can't remember what day of the week it is. And, and, and you got Mister uh, Give Everything Away Free, and then uh, this guy can't even remember. What, you know. Uh, What day it is, or what month, or what state he's
2: in. And some days he can't remember what
1: office he's running for. So Joe Biden cannot no, rely true. on your that's support true. in the upcoming think, Pennsylvania spring primary. Americans
8: first, every day. <laughs> Americans first and follows the Constitution. It's yeah, I this think... great country it was built on that. I think President on Trump missed mostly. superpower because of the Constitution.
1: <laughs> anyway, I think President Trump mostly puts President Trump first. But that's all right. That's not the end of the world.
8: Yeah, here you, here you go. You're gonna, you're gonna voice your opinion on his behavior and, and ruin the rest of this country.
1: Wait, or you just he voiced he your, your opinion world. about they Joe Biden. PT. It's PT. an opinion all show. World order. <laughs> all right.
2: We'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. I don't have access to the bell, but I would ring it if I
1: did. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, you... here's
8: the last word, right?
1: Okay.
8: Yeah. Joe Biden is the word of the day, right?
1: words that's two uh, that's words. two words that's the word of the day well, Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right that's well, quite a culmination
8: we'll my, uh, ear without my permission
2: well we can hardly wait to see what he says next because i'm sure it's going to be good all right
1: thank you so much thanks, thanks. <laughs> appreciate it oh, go ahead you have another thought
8: yeah, yeah, listen, uh, as soon as Bernie Sanders riles him up, he's going to start spatting off stupid stuff on Sunday night. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> How many hours? How many 2 cool hours?
2: All right. so there's Joe
8: some, Joe Biden can't go two hours on the stage.
2: There's some, I thought, can't wait to see it. There's some thought that he won't debate. There is some thought that he won't debate, that Biden will back out now that he's mm-hmm. got the lead. He and can't, I,
8: He can't last over an hour on the stage, maybe 30 minutes, without messing up. And they know that.
1: Mm hmm. Well, well, he's done, he did the other, some of the debates he did okay. Oh, yeah,
2: but he had 10 other people competing for time. He didn't have right, to do it. didn't a, have all the didn't time. have to do half yeah, of that's the debate. A good point.
1: Uh,
2: all right, we got you, Bill. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bill. I call call again.
8: first, Americans first. Trump.
2: All
1: right. <laughs> Trump 2020, right? Get that red hat out, buddy. MAGA. MAGA. Right. Thank you, Bill. All a right. KAGA. Keep America Great again. KAGA. <laughs> that doesn't have much of a ring.
2: And we have some emails and texts. Uh, One of our texters, who is a liberal snowflake, self described, and a friend of ours, Chris Elios. Not self
1: described, but admits it when you uh, ask him.
2: As long as we have a two party system, we will forever get. Uh, bad choices going forward. Vote blue no matter who. I think not. Definitely not if we want a true voice of the people representing us again. Again, love your friendly
1: neighborhood snowflake, okay? All right, he has another one. This must He's be a, actually his out cue on the phone. It's there says, twice.
2: My impression of Joe Biden, snicker, snicker, is truly snicker, snicker, the most qualified he, he, he choice. We know this is a joke. Love your friendly neighborhood snowflake. And another uh, person from the left says, Yesterday Trump said the left's trying to stop making gas-guzzling cars and that a family could only have one car. Wrong. Another lie from Trump. We need more clean-powered vehicles to fight climate change. I want future generations of children to see polar bears, etc. Thanks. Signed, Bob. Trump said the left is trying to stop making gas-guzzling cars? Mm,
1: I don't know. I don't but believe I heard be, that. But uh, it would be sort of the misinformation about the Green New Deal and is a permitted exaggeration by the president. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yes.
2: You're authorizing that exaggeration,
1: are you? Well, I think on, in in the interest of puffery, some uh, exaggerations are okay. All right. Our good friend Tom sent us a lengthy letter. We're going to read that in its entirety uh, when we return. But uh, we'll take more comers. we got the four open lines now. One, two, three, four. Yeah, they're all open. 1-800-795-9565. Well, we talked a little about the coronavirus earlier today. Now we are talking about uh, President Trump. We also talked right. about the uh, we hundreds We talked about Joe
2: Biden. And we now to talk about his brother, who apparently is being investigated, yet you'd never know it from the main street med- mainstream media.
1: You. Why maybe, do you think that is? Maybe they were too busy covering Biggie Tuesday and the And they also the didn't cover,
2: the mainstream media also didn't cover the fact that a Nazi flag was unfurled at a Bernie Sanders rally. Not by him, by someone to mm. to him, I gather.
1: Okay. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Please call us immediately.
3: Up your new car game in March with a new Kia for just $99 a month from Sunbury Motors Kia. on A 2020 Kia Forte LXS for just $99 a month for only 36 months. For deals like this, you'll have to hurry in to get in under the buzzer. Sunbury Motors Kia also has up to $4,373 off on a 2020 Kia Optima LX, now just $2,262. And $4,271 off on a 2020 Kia Sportage LX SUV, now only 21284 dollars Everyone's a winner with Kia because all new Kias come with a 10 year, 100,000 mile powertrain warranty your new car game in march with sunbury motors kia routes 11 to 15 in hummel's wharf lease term 36 months 12,000 miles per year five thousand dollars total due to assign or equivalent trade tax and tax extra discounts include all applicable rebates warranty is a limited power train warranty for details see retailer or go to kia.com
1: Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark 941 in the morning, which means we have exactly 19 minutes left on our program. We'd love to
2: hear from you. Well, we got a call coming in. We got an email from Tom to read this morning. Says, uh, Tom says, looks like Mark and Joe have serious memory problems concerning banks. Let me help you poor guys out. Do the names Lehman Brothers, Merrill Layman Lynch, brother. Goldman Sachs, AIG, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, and Citicorp ring a bell? How about the terms TARP? Emergency Economic Stabilization Act of 2008.
1: These are multiple question, question marks. marks. Right.
2: How about $700 billion of taxpayer money? Any of these ring a bell? Wells Fargo was just last year charged with dirty deeds done dirt cheap. After all these happenings, those involved felt so bad, they handed out millions in bonuses to those who created the problems. Yes, I'm glad their stock is tanking. Trump is some of those same crooks in the Trump Steve Mnuchin, Larry Kudlow, Wilbur Ross, to name just a few. The oil industry raises the price of oil if the neighborhood kid's plastic army man falls over. They speculate there could be a potential problem, so gas goes up 50 cents. Yes, I'm glad their stocks tanked, too. They're corporate pirates as well. I just loved Dan and Mike's diatribes yesterday. The truth hurts, doesn't it, Trumpsters? Keep up the bad work. No caps today, Joseph. True, Tom. No caps, so I didn't scream,
1: but you got a lot of question marks. <laughs> he has a lot of unanswered questions. Yes, Dale, you got a minute. What's up, brother?
5: Yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, in the Middle East, our media labels people as terrorists because they had no re- uh, TVs and radios. So, I mean, I guess they're not they're not controlled. So, any group that don't have access to TVs and radios that hear the poison or the snake oil, they're labeled as the terrorists, so... <laughs> So, I will to show you how powerful the media is—the most powerful thing on this planet—and you're telling me the CIA has no responsibility for psychological warfare. Mm. I don't see it.
1: Hey, you got, I, you I got think these are there.
2: apples and oranges here, Dale. You're not like, exactly
5: Reagan was the first one who said that our future wars are going to be psychological. Okay. And that's exactly what I see going Sit on. Sit right down, today. Joe.
2: I think you could probably organize a circular firing squad if you put your mind to it, Dale.
5: Yeah, I mean, I'm just telling you that uh, just like sometimes the coffee, you know, you got to change the coffee in order to smell it.
1: So, change the coffee. Excellent metaphor. Appreciate that. All right, thank you so much, Dale. Uh, Logical add-on. Let's change the coffee because we're not
2: smelling. What was the the rock used to say? Are you smelling what the rocks cooking? Hmm. No. Are you smelling what Dale's cooking? <laughs> I am. Okay.
1: Uh, let's see. He's One telling of our it listeners like is, sent right? us some sound advice to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. And it is. Uh, Stop handshaking. Use other non-contact methods of greeting. Clean hands at the door and schedule regular hand-washing reminders by email. Create habits. Send yourself an email, wash your hands? I guess. (laughs) I'd set a reminder on my phone, but either way. uh, Well, actually, my phone will send me emails every 10 minutes if I want to. Anyway, create habits and reminders to avoid touching your face and cover coughs and sneezes. Disinfect surfaces like doorknobs, tables, desks, handrails regularly, increase ventilation by opening windows or adjusting air conditioning, use video conferencing for meetings when possible. When not possible, hold meetings in open, well-ventilated spaces, consider adjusting or postponing large group meetings or gatherings, assess the risk of business travel, limit food sharing. (laughs) Joe, I was going to give you some of my coffee. I guess I won't. Well, I I don't want (laughs) any of your coffee. (laughs) It's a brine by now, I assure you. Anyway. How about those cupcakes in the lunchroom? Uh, Don't eat them. Don't eat them, okay. Leave them all in there for me, please. Strengthen health screening for cafeteria staff in close contacts. Uh, ensure cafeteria staff practice strict hygiene. Uh, oops, I guess I have to keep this on here. Uh, they uh, Stay home if you're feeling sick. Or if they have a sick family member in their home, shouldn't you be trying to get away from that
2: sick family member so you don't get sick? Let's
1: see this. Oh, I see for households. I guess those were some business, of the same things,
2: right? You were reading right. for business, but some of the same things. Give sick
1: isn't. members their own room if possible and keep the door closed. Isolate them and do not let them out. Well, that's a terrible thing. It's a little <laughs> draconian. Uncle uh, Earl's coffee. For we lock him in, in the bedroom. Uh, Use booking and scheduling. Oh, I like this. Use booking and scheduling to stagger customer flow so you don't have everybody in there at the same time. That would mean the doctors would actually have to keep their appointments roughly on schedule, right? (laughs) Because so many times they book like 15 people at the same time. When driving, keep windows open when possible. Increase ventilation, regularly. disinfect surfaces. So thank you for that. Yeah, helpful stuff. Appreciate that. And that is useful information. Yep, absolutely. So, what precautions are you taking? Have you ordered in lots of toilet paper? I'm just washing my hands more often. Around here, we, we got a lot of mutual services keyboards and consoles and stuff that everybody has, has to, to, to use. Touch, yes. So, I'm just washing my hands. And I am shocked at the number of times that I touch my eyes or my face or my nose, you know. You get an itch, or your eyes get a little burny, or something. I used to rub them, but now I have. Oh, that's right. I'm not I touching saw a my
2: face. Very cute cartoon this morning. I don't remember where I saw it. I think it was on Facebook. But it was a person. With one of those dog collars, you know, those conical collars around their neck.
1: From to keep you biting their and wounds. And the dog and
2: standing there saying, I know it's uncomfortable, but it's in your best
1: interest. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one on Facebook yesterday that had Joe Biden with it, one of those conical collars on. but to I'm Stopping sure. from making gaffes? I don't know what it was to prevent. Maybe he's been biting his wounds or something.
2: Well, he did have a big night. We didn't really talk about the election. He had a big night last night. Yep. So now they're all saying, they're all counting, just as they counted him out. Out. The media is now all counting out uh, Bernie Sanders. So, hey, Bernie's toast. Yes, he should withdraw. He should well, get how out. How
1: many delegates does he have? He's now. only
2: 140 behind, and there's still plenty more to go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we got forever And I go. think he would be insane to drop out now. But he does have obviously have a serious problem with black voters, uh, and the young people are not coming out to support him the way they did the last time.
1: Right. Well, and he's got no African-American voters to speak of either. Well, that's so. why I'm saying. I just said black voters. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was looking at – somebody sent us that cartoon you described with the uh, uh, person with, the, with their head. That's it. That yes, in the colors. dog collar. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, the. Uh, Talking about Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders' lead is not, or his, uh, not, not in the lead. his deficit is not insurmountable when you consider you need almost 2,000 uh, delegates in order to get the nomination. Now, of course, every time there's, uh, the Democrats do these... Um, primaries in such a way that even if Bernie wins the state gets more delegates Joe Biden still gets his proportion of them so it would be a difficult road but that's how you come back is you fight and claw and scratch and try to get back and um, uh, I I don't know that either of them could beat the president. Unfortunately, I don't think either could beat the president. I would just love it if they could. But again, but I the don't mainstream media's got its thumb on the scale.
2: Oh yeah, tell me about this. The mainstream media has downplayed another scandal involving former Vice President Joe Biden's family. A new report revealed legal problems and allegations of possible fraud invol- involving Biden's brother James on Monday. But anyone who relies on the mainstream media would have no idea. In the latest instance of the Democratic primary frontrunner's family members' dealings drawing scrutiny amid his presidential bid. James Biden's business with medical companies, including AmeriCorps Health, led to allegations that he potentially engaged in fraud and traded on his brother's name. Politico reported that early Monday. CNN and MSNBC completely ignored the story on air through Tuesday afternoon. ABC, NBC, and CBS skipped the story
1: on their evening and morning newscasts, too. Now, to be fair, they uh, watched. NBC last night, and they covered coronavirus in primary. That's it. That's it. Okay.
2: Well, they didn't cover this. Several prominent members of the mainstream media have been accused of favoring Biden over Senator Bernie Sanders. The Media Research Center's newsbusters, which first reported that network newscasts have skipped the story about Biden's brother, wrote that, quote, "...nets are doing their best to bury the scandal." James Biden reportedly convinced AmeriCorps that he could use his political clout to deliver a significant influx of cash in the form of an investment from the Middle East and even convinced the company to take on financial burdens, including a six-figure loan to James that he has yet to repay. So now, you know, the Democrats want to do all this investigation, the Washington Democrats want to do all this investigation of the president. Do they want to investigate this? Just
1: curious. I don't know, but at least we found out about it and you got this from Fox, they're reporting it and no one else is. I hadn't seen this anywhere. I did see it on Fox, but I had No, no, seen Politico it. reported. Oh, Politico, okay. They're
2: just you. reporting what Politico reported. I gotcha. That's where they got that. Okay. Right. So you always tout Politico as being fair, don't you? I don't believe
1: I have an opinion about their fairness. Oh, I thought you expressed the fact that before that if it came from Politico, it must be true. Mm. Well, it might be, (laughs) but I wouldn't say necessarily. So,
2: all right. Well, do you think this should be investigated? Should this have an impact? You know, look at whose brother? uh, Jimmy Carter's brother got him in a lot of trouble when he was in Billy. Billy 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 Carter. Yeah, Billy Beer. Was it Billy Beer? Was it Billy something else? No, it was Billy Billy Beer. Billy
1: Beer didn't get him in trouble. It just helped him sell beer. Uh, Why was Billy in trouble? I guess he had debts or something, something or other. Yeah, yeah like it was that. somewhat in hot water, so that got extensive coverage. But typically, a presidential candidates or a president's family members, they get extra scrutiny because they're related.
2: Right. Especially if, if you're trying to use your connection to the president or the vice president Did not to president gain Obama. some kind of an advantage. Didn't President Obama have a sibling or something who was in hot water? Maybe. I don't recall it. It couldn't have been terribly hot water. It may have been tepid.
1: Well, the <laughs> tepid mainstream water. media wouldn't cover it anyway, right? No, they would not okay. have covered it. <laughs> there we go. There's the bottom They would have
2: shoveled that under the rug so fast your head would spin. All right. And then uh, Mike Boling says, any word on Biden yelling at the union factory worker? Your main news is passing on this outburst by Joe.
1: Well, we talked about it here. Right, Yeah, we did. And, I haven't know, heard it on CBS. I saw it on CBS uh, Evening News, but I don't know that the CBS radio covered it. It's on the app. It's about the eighth story down. right? But there's nothing there about, what is it, James Biden. There's nothing there about that. No, nothing there about that. Okay, and you see so you have another email here. Oh, no, this is a, a, an a image meme or something. Where we can't run that. Uh, and- Mike, go right ahead.
4: Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Good um, morning. I, uh, I, well, you know, I was doing my morning research and I saw that uh, Representative Clyburn on NPR yesterday said we should not have any more debates. Uh, so of course I called his office today and said that I disagree with that. I'm a registered Democrat. I'm 70. I'm a geezer. I said the debate should go forward. And the last thing I would say is I don't understand why, uh, you know, why they exclude people. They They jump all over to let Bloomberg in. They jump all over to keep Gabbard out. It really makes them look bad uh, to anyone who's paying attention. And, And I didn't know anything about Biden's brother, so thanks for that. Have a great day.
1: Thank you. Right, thank you very well much. Again, we'll take a quickie break. We got a. Uh, we're gonna probably get one more caller in. We'll be right back.
3: If you wanna have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai from Sunbury Motors Hyundai. If an SUV is on your mind, Sunbury Motors Hyundai has the model for you. Save up to two thousand four hundred ninety-seven dollars on a two thousand twenty Hyundai Kona, starting at 22643 six forty-three. Sunbury Motors has, has twenty-one two thousand twenty-two Tucson's with savings as high as thirty-eight twenty-seven. If you're thinking about a mid. Size SUV? Test drive a 2020 Hyundai Santa Fe with a 4,071 discount. The 2020 Santa Fe starts at 26,552. <laughs> Sunbury Motors Hyundai has four of the all-new Hyundai Palisades, starting at 34,200. All Hyundai's come with America's best warranty, a 10-year, 100,000-mile power train warranty, and just announced, every new Hyundai comes with a three-year regular maintenance plan. If you want to have a fun day in your next SUV, you have to drive a Hyundai from Sun- Sunbury Motors Hyundai in
6: the North 4th
2: Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Sunbury Motors. She does. So do
1: I. <laughs> All right, you got three quickies.
2: Oh, we do. We have three short emails. One of them says, in the 80s, when we had to get a shot for the swine flu, my husband and I were in line. I look back today and think how silly that was. At the time, though, it, it was very frightening. Maybe it prevented you from getting it. <laughs> but don't it you remember there silly. were there were side effects? Many people, or not many people, but a number of people oh, got sure. Guillain-Barré syndrome as the result of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and you know, there were some other health issues resulting from people who got it. And ultimately, the swine flu kind of died out on its own. Mm-hmm. I don't think the the mm-hmm. vaccine was that necessary. Uh, And one of our other listeners says, and don't forget that Rick Scott's family medical business was indicted for Medicare fraud. He seems to be fine with the rest of the Republicans. No questions asked of him. Uh, he but, isn't running for president, well, as no, that's people Joe's always comment. say to me. Yeah,
1: that's Joe's comment. I agree. I think uh, the presidential candidates always get extra scrutiny, scrutiny right? So. And
2: their families get extra scrutiny. You know, they came down on they held Barron Trump up to ridicule. The Democrats did when the president was first elected, and then finally the president said something about it, and they did back off a little well, what, bit. What was Barron up to? They were just that's the son, right? You're right. They were just poking fun at him on the internet. Oh. Okay. And then uh, Mike says, if Trump is reelected, it will have a lot to do with the poor Democratic candidates. And will Trump get any credit for shutting down travel with tri- China to slow down the coronavirus? Bob Casey isn't. And that's true Bob Casey isn't. Do you think Bob Casey's a disappointment? Somewhat to me because I thought he was less partisan than this. Uh, I always thought Bob Casey was a, you know, a fair-minded guy who could look at a situation and say, well, yes, I'm of the other party, but this party's not doing a bad thing either and I want to work to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. But since the impeachment he has become rather partisan on the on the left. It's almost like the puppet masters, as one of our callers refers to them, has said, hey, you've got to stop saying nice things about running
1: Republicans. Well, when we talked to him earlier this week about, uh, well, he was reading to kids and he unveiled his five uh, elements to improve the lives of children, and we asked him about the coronavirus, uh, of course, he praised Republicans because they voted for the, uh, the spending, spending package down spending, there, right. but criticized the president for not taking the right steps, and, uh, you know, I, I hear so How much criticism, help? but what are the right
2: <laughs> steps? You know, are you absolutely going to well, guarantee me? Well, it's a no-win me, situation like right. you said. Are you absolutely going to guarantee me that you will take the precise right steps, and based on what? Your intimate knowledge of this? The fact that you rely on experts? You know, should the president rely and just mouth whatever the experts say? Lower taxes. I'm an expert on that. You think that's I help? do know that. I don't know if it'll help anything. It'll help me. Well, yes, it would help you, and you. it would help everybody else. Right. But it's a temporary stimulus. Right. You know, it's it's not, not designed to stay there forever, but it would raise the deficit, no doubt about that. I'm not worried
1: about the deficit. I'm just worried about me.
2: Well, as well you should be, because if anybody ever need worried about, it's you. <laughs> and you're not worried about me, so... I am worried about you. You're on my prayer
1: That's list You've constantly. you actually said that a couple of times. Mark? I'm worried about I'm worried you. worried about you. <laughs> All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Joe's got a retirement-shortened week, but he does have one more day of worrying about me. And uh, we'll open up the phones, and we'll talk about anything you wish to on an Open Phones Thursday. This is okay, Sunbury.